The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey, friend, Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening to the Compare To Who show today. Today, we're going to take a quick look at the spiritual concept of adoption from Ephesians 1. Yes, today is seven minutes of scripture where I try to break down some scripture for you in seven-ish minutes. I mean, seven is such a tight number. (laughs) So I'll do my best to get through it in close to seven minutes. But today I'm excited to talk to you about the concept of adoption because I think those of us who have image issues, if we truly understood how we have been adopted by the king of kings, by the creator of the universe, I think it makes a difference once we get our heads around this concept. So I hope that you are ready for encouragement because that's my biggest hope, that you will leave today's show encouraged and feeling more confident, not because you've decided that you're hot and you love your body now all of a sudden. Okay, if you think that, that's great. You probably don't need this show. <laughs> but but because you fully understand just how much God loves you. Let's go. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Hey there, friend. Today we are in Ephesians chapter one. This is the beginning of Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. The beginning of the book just talks about Paul greeting the people of Ephesus. So I'm going to start at verse three. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. That's verse five. Friends, today I just want to tell you a story. Okay, maybe it's a story that will sound familiar to you rather quickly. Maybe it's one that you've never put yourself in. But I want you to think about a child living in the slum. Maybe it's the slum of a faraway country. Maybe it's the slum of the country you're in. And this child is living in poverty, playing in mud and slop, 
not sure where their next meal is going to come from. And what happens is an amazing king, a generous king, a man with not only unlimited wealth and a huge house and lots of resources, a man who runs the whole country decides to adopt this child, to pluck this child from the slum and put this child into their home and not just take the kid in and, you know, give the kid some good meals and a room. And and we're not talking like a little orphan Annie kind of scenario where Annie gets to go wild and, you know, play with all the toys and run amok in the mansion. Not, not that. No, no, we, we're going all the way to adoption. This amazing king has decided to adopt this child. This child is no longer a child of the slum. This child is now a child of the king. This child is never going to have to worry about where another meal comes from. This child is never going to have to worry about not having a roof over her head. She's never going to have to worry about clothing. She's never going to have to worry about not being taken care of. She is now living in the palace of the wealthiest person in her whole country, the person who runs her whole country. That's a pretty amazing story, right? Like, wow. Okay. That's, that's neat. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you. So I was a big Little Orphan Annie fan. That was the first time it came around. (laughs) Um, Broadway and also the first movie, I think maybe Carol Burnett was in it um, as Mrs. Hannigan. Um, I loved A Little Orphan Nanny. I loved the adoption story. Something in that story just resonated in my heart, right? Because I think God puts that in our hearts, that we want to be plucked from whatever situation we're in, however hard it may be. And we all have varied degrees of hard in our lives, but we want to be plucked from that situation and put into the palace, don't we? Well, what I love about Ephesians 1 is the truth that God has already done that for each of us. And as I was thinking about this, quite candidly, I was sitting in church thinking about this this week. I was thinking about how strange it is that for many of us who struggle with body image issues, we struggle with the way we look, we're so focused on those issues that we almost miss this big picture. Okay, so let me let me kind of fill out the story again. Okay, let's let's say you're the child <laughs> that was plucked out of whatever slum it may be. Maybe it's just this hard situation in the family. Maybe your parents fought a lot or maybe your parents weren't around. Maybe your parents were divorced. Maybe your parents had addiction issues. Right? Maybe maybe you're raised by a single mom who really struggled. Maybe you were in the foster system. Maybe you don't even know your parents. There's all different degrees of hard that we go through. Right? But you've you've been spiritually plucked from that family. You've been pulled out of that family no matter what level of dysfunction they had. And you've now been adopted into the family of the king. And let me even take it one step further. So it's not just that the king is the richest in the land. It's not just that he's the ruler of the land. Okay, this king, and I'm talking about Jesus, I'm talking about God. This king didn't just, doesn't just rule the universe. He created the universe. 
it's not just that he saw you and loved you after he saw you, he fell in love with you because he felt sorry for you. No, this scripture tells us that even before he made the world, God loved you and he chose you in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Verse five again says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Christ. And then it goes further. It's again, it's not just that like he felt bad for us. He felt pity for us. It's not, you know, that anyone guilted him into it, right? Like those commercials for the animal, (laughs) like, PETA, where the animals are mistreated in the cages, and I guess the Humane Society, maybe, and they want you to send them money, and after watching all those pathetic little puppies, like, you want to write a check, right? It's not like that, though. God decided this is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. My friend, you have been adopted. Spiritually, you are no longer a child of whatever family of origin you grew up in, you are a child of God, the king of the universe. Okay, so now let's take that one step further. Picture yourself as a daughter of the king. Now, I was raised with all the princess stuff. And, you know, Disney princesses abound. And when I was growing up, you know, there was all kinds of like, you're God's little princess stuff. And in my book, Compared to Who, I kind of go into the whole princess thing because I think we have kind of distorted the princess thing as princess means entitled. But my friend, princess doesn't mean entitled. Princess means secure, safe, confident because she is always in the presence of the king, but her purpose is not to just eat the king's food and, I don't know, live in the king's mansion. Her purpose is to serve the king, and she can do so because she knows the king is not just the king. The king is daddy, right? The king is always going to be there for her. The king is what gives her security to be confident in who she is and what he has created her to do. And so my friend, as a daughter of the king, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, if you believe in him, if you follow him, if you're trying to live your life for him, my friend, you are a daughter of the king of kings. You are a resident in his household. Now, granted, we're not there yet, right? Like life on earth feels harder than just being plucked from the slum and plopped into the mansion. But if we can see ourselves in light of eternity, if we can see this reality in our lives, I just wonder what that does for our body image issues. I just wonder if perhaps, I mean, picture little orphan Annie, or I don't know, picture whatever scenario, adoption scenario you want to picture, but picture that child being plucked from the slum and put into the mansion. Picture that child being like, yeah, I still am not confident enough because I'm just not as pretty as I want to be. Like, yes, I know all of my needs are going to be taken care of. I'm never going to have to want for anything. I'm completely secure. I'm completely safe inside this house. But I'm kind of throwing a tantrum because I want to look different. I mean, when you put it that way, it kind of sounds a little silly, right? You have everything you could ever want or need in and through the king. 
you don't need extra beauty to fend for yourself. You can be confident just because of who your dad is. I don't know about you friends, but I find that encouraging. It's a little convicting too, right? But I also think it's encouraging if we can just remember our adoption, remember that no matter what your upbringing looked like, you are now a daughter of the king and you can be secure, confident, and free really in that. I hope that encourages you today. If you have any questions, thoughts, comments, go ahead and reach out to me, Heather at compared to who.me. I would love to hear from you. Well, that's all for seven ish minutes of scripture. Thanks for listening today. I hope something in today's episode helps you stop comparing and start living. Bye bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? You can go to comparetowho.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at comparetowho.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. Hey friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the start here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. God's word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.